Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Wednesday. First with yesterday's news, I'm Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Tuesday. Uh, what's Marcus on about the Tongariro crossing for? Uh, another bash at Migsit. Um, Kate Hawksby's obsessed with this, even though she sort of tries to say she's not. Uh, Valentine's is coming out fast, oh my God. And uh, what is causing the ferry delays in Auckland's Harbour at the moment? But before any of that, the uh, Fana Ora uh, situation. Uh, I think they want the government to butt out or something. I don't know what's going on here. As all of these bureaucrats sit around there getting their salary, doing their thing, setting targets and, and presenting them to cabinet and presenting them to different parties and then going out to the community and trying to get buy-in rather than just devolving it down to the people who are doing the work already. Is this what a government should be doing? Rather than, you know, this is a criticism um, that the Great Dames made as well, that the government wants to control everything. And she says in particular, this government wants to have its sticky digits in every pie. They want to be in charge and they want to dole out largesse and they want to dole out solutions and they want to be the ones to come up with the answers when in fact there are people on the ground doing it already. Do they have a point, not just in whānau order, but across all levels of governance? Should we be trying to dismantle the layers of bureaucracy? Do they serve any purpose whatsoever? Would it be better to focus on those who are providing the solutions on the ground right now? Imagine what they could achieve if they were properly funded. Yeah, it's a same old question really, isn't it? Too much bureaucracy, not enough action. Um, I don't know. I can't solve it all today. Um, but Marcus has sorted out the Tongariro crossing apparently. I was always a bit scathing and cynical about the Tongariro crossing because so many people do it. And I did it probably 10 years ago. And it was a very busy day, and I was amazed at the lines of people. But even with that, and even with the getting up early and driving and doing all of it, I thought that that day walk was absolutely extraordinary. And I don't know if you've got visitors coming from overseas, but if they want to know the one thing to do, I think that walk is an apt. I think it is probably the one must do in New Zealand. Uh, probably that and Milford Sound. They would be my two must do's, but certainly the Tongariro. And I don't mind saying that because I'm not going to ruin it and everyone's going to go and do it because everyone's there doing it anyway. But it is amazing. 15, 20 years ago, I'd never heard of it. But yeah, I'm hearing you about that. It's an amazing thing to do. I can't rave about it enough. If you ever get the chance to do it, um, yeah. And look, I know that even trampers, a lot of trampers get a bit fixated on being away from everyone and don't like it when they see other people. I challenge anyone to do that and not enjoy it. If you do that and don't enjoy it, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, um, I mean, it is a lot of effort. I did the uh, Winderholm Regional Park perimeter track the other day. Uh, it took about 45 minutes, and that was nice. Some lovely views, and uh, came across a giant stick insect on the way as well, so that was exciting. I'm just saying, you don't have to, you know, go to the middle of nowhere to have a good time, every time. 
Uh, nobody's having a good time in the royal family at the moment, or out of it. Just look at we've, what we've seen from Kate and Wills these past few weeks. Nothing. And that's the point. They get it. They're a class act, a united front, a union of equals who know the strength of each other and who don't seek to court personal or private attention that may attempt to sway people. Because at the end of the day, who are you swaying? And for how long? If you have made up your mind that you dislike Meghan or Harry or their actions, you're unlikely to change it. Likewise, if you support them, you're unlikely to stop supporting them. Many a celebrity who's gone before them could tell them the merits of saying nothing, of letting gutter tabloid press swirl round and round and round until it eats itself. I mean, just look at the sun and all the interviews with Thomas Markle. Any right-minded person can see that for what it is. Look at the stepsister and her rants. No one is taking that stuff seriously. Two things I thought were interesting out of Harry's speech. One, the fact he did it so quickly. And two, how obviously it had been written by the Team Megan Musketeers. The architects of this new Harry and Megan branding were all over that speech. The way he referred to himself in the third person as Diana's second son. No mention of being Prince Charles' son. Did you notice that? His constant referral to Diana, distancing themselves from Charles, constantly tapping into Diana's legacy. It's part of their new calling card. Why? Because it's popular. It's part of the new branding. Watch how that unfolds. But also I saw a deep sadness. He didn't want it to end the way it has, obviously. They wanted two bob each way and the Queen, to her credit, clearly said no thanks. Not how it works. And so I just wonder, when all the adrenaline and the hype dies down and the reality of living in Canada and leaving all you've ever known behind, despite what he says about not turning his back, I wonder how he'll feel when the rubber actually hits the road. Because the other thing he said was that he was looking for a more peaceful life. And if he thinks this is his way of getting it, he's dreaming. He may find peace away from the palace, yes, but they have just opened the floodgates for more media scrutiny than ever before. Watch this space. If only it was just space where the rules are... And there was nothing to wash. Watch. Uh, I mean, I tend to uh, stop watching as soon as anything royal happens. I don't hear it. I don't see it. I've got sort of a face blindness condition where as soon as anybody mentions the royal family, my brain just flatlines. Um, Not with Valentine's, though. Oh, very important. And it's coming up fast. Oh, my God. I'm starting to panic. I want to know. Valentine's Day is looming. Mm. Yes. Do you both... Recognize Valentine's Day with your beautiful wives. Well, mm. no, I'm uh, not one of these guys. No, I'm not a, a guy. Through that pause. <laughs> yeah, that was that was really. I mean, I I shut up because I'll tell you mine in yep. a second. But yep. I was really interested to hear what, mm. what Mr. Sweet and Kind and oh, Lovely love Boy does. Just, so, what oh, do you do for Valentine's Day, buddy? Yeah. Raylene, mm-hmm. you're right. I do love her yes, with all my heart. Yes, 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 yes. Every fiber of my being. Yes, we know that. And dot 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 dot. What about Valentine's Day? And Every day is Valentine's Day. Yeah, okay, pop out. Phil, moving right on along. What about you? Yep, yeah, Valentine's Day, definitely for me. What do you do? We, I take Jane out and we go out somewhere nice. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, lovely. Okay. Yeah. I'll just go and remind Simon. Malcolm about that. Well, yeah. there are those that don't look forward to Valentine's Day because maybe they've recently had their heart broken. And you'll be pleased to know that there are zoos and wildlife centres letting people name cockroaches and other animals after their exes. <laughs> you really want to name something that can't be killed and keeps coming back when you don't want it to after your ex? I don't know about that.
Uh, we're going to finish up uh, with uh, the delays to the ferries. Apparently, when the cruise ships go in or out, the ferries have to wait. This is in Auckland. Sorry, everybody else. It's just another example of how Auckland doesn't really work. So feel free to be amused by that, I suppose. So why couldn't the ferries get in? Couldn't they just, you know, poodle around this side? Well, again, I think there's a difference of view, which I'm trying to get to the bottom of. Um, the harbour master has said um, that, that that it's negligible um, as a result of the cruise ship docking, but the ferry have a right to make that call. Um, it has been a bit difficult to get information out of Fullers. I've spoken to Auckland Transport, the cruise ship industry, and the ports of Auckland. They said to me, look, there's arrangements in place to try and make sure that we don't have this congestion at, at um, peak times and that there haven't been any delays to that schedule which Fullers have had for months. But again, I haven't heard Fullers, so I'm trying to work through exactly what occurred here. Yes, I understand it. I think the Harbour Master did say it's the Vessel Master's uh, uh, decision-making, so Fullers made the decision because they thought, presumably, that it's a little bit too dangerous with a big ship in the way. That's right. That's why I'm, you know, I'm being very careful with my statements to say I want to get everybody in a room from Auckland Transport to the Harbour Master to Fullers to work this through. There's multiple issues going on here. One is around whether there have been any delays to the schedule, which are, you know, um, available months in advance, which ports of Auckland and the cruise ship industry are saying no. Then there's this issue of when they're docking, whether. Um, it's safe to go in, and clearly Fullers have taken a different view. Did she just call it the cruise shit industry? I mean, should we? Okay, let's just, we'll just quickly play that back. Ports of Auckland and the cruise shit industry are saying no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she said cruise shit. <laughs> all right, uh, I've forgotten what the story was actually about now. All, all I know is I had to drop uh, some relatives off for their cruise the other day. And uh, there's a whole lot of roadworks around there, and you can't get anywhere near it. So you've got people trying to go over temporary footpaths and things with suitcases just to get on their cruise. And if they tried to get there by ferry, it sounds like that wouldn't work either. Ah, Auckland is so awesome. I'm Glenn ZB. That has been News Talk ZB. Also so awesome. And we'll see you back here again with another awesome one tomorrow.